surprising reveals on Decor Deals today. Hey everybody, I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 406, Designer Decor Deals on Amazon. And we have some really great decor items to tell you about today that are buried in Amazon, and we unearthed them for you. A few you may have tumbled upon before, uh, but most of them, I don't think you have ever heard of these companies or these items. Oh, and wasn't this fun? You know how we oh like gosh. virtual shopping. Shopping. <laughs> you know, know how we like a virtual shop. Yeah, uh, especially yes. if you don't have to spend any money. Yeah. I put a few things in my cart. I didn't pull the trigger on anything. But yeah, I got a few things sitting in my cart. I need to look at more carefully later. Take a little few measurements is what I need to be doing before I before mm-hmm. I actually order up anything. But um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I found a few things myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, I have never thought of you as a liar. So good. Oh. Um, I don't have to start now. No. This whole episode topic was spurred on by Anita's really interesting hot topic um, that we talked about in episode, what, 405, I think it was. So all about Amazon and how you have to sort of rethink it. And that was, you know, whether or not you could really find luxury items on Amazon, whether luxury brands we're ever going to get on Amazon. Um, and it started us thinking about, hey, all these other things that are on Amazon and how we really need to rethink the whole shopping experience on Amazon. There are small companies braving Amazonia, uh, but it's super hard to find them. It can be, especially if it's a smaller company, uh, just because of the algorithm on Amazon. They're going to show you First, if you search for a particular item, they're going to show you first the things that are selling the best and the things that have the most reviews, uh, because that's what people want to see uh, in the in the search results. So because of that algorithm, if it's some new company or some niche company or just some company that doesn't have a lot of sales, you're never going to see it because there's so many companies on Amazon. You really do know have to know what to look for and what brands to search for. Right. And, you know, if you're searching for something that's, you know, like a staple or something really practical, that's what a lot of people always thought about Amazon as. And so, you know, those search results will be very plentiful. But if you're putting in something that's really a little uh, specific or there's not too many things on the marketplace like that, mm, they may not even show you all the things that are there. So we dug deeper for you and uh, for ourselves. (laughs) And and so we came up with a whole bunch of things today, specific items and brands in general that you may want to check out. And we noticed that some of the brands actually have almost their own little storefront. And some of them are done really well. It almost looks like you're on the brand's website, but there's all, you know, in the Amazon type of template, but you get a really good sense of the, uh, the design aesthetic of the brand. If they have their own little storefront, some of them, you just, you know, of the brand and you type it in and it'll just come up each little item in its own little box, you know, and there's no, um, sort of, um, glossy, splashy storefront. Mm -hmm. Um, but either way, Uh, These brands are all interesting and ones that we think you'd really like to check out. Okay, so the first brand, I've been calling this Safaya because 
neither one of us knew how the heck you're supposed to pronounce that. Uh, but I did find out how it is to be pronounced, and that is Safavia. Safavia. Okay. No wonder we weren't getting that right. That's kind right. of a mouthful. And this is one of the brands that I think has really sort of bubbled to the top. On the, obviously, if you listen to our podcast, we've talked to you about them before with having uh, really great rug choices and things like that. So this one you may find on other websites as well. So it's not as well hidden as some of the other ones. But uh, now that we know how to pronounce it, I'm sure uh, even more people will know about it. <laughs> well, and but, that is kind of the way it's spelled, Safavia. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's S-A-F-A-V-I-E-H. And I'm sure you've seen the brand around. And I don't know if you mentioned this, Kelly, but they do not have a storefront, but the items are there and you can search for that brand. Right. And one of the things that they carry that I really like is the Chunky Jute Rug. That is my fave Chunky Jute Rug. Mm -hmm. A lot of people ask me about that rug uh, and they carry it. The eight by 10 is $200, which Mm -hmm. is a really nice deal for that size rug. Mm -hmm. I found a couple that I thought were really charming. The Aspen Green and Red Rug, which has a diamond pattern and it's kind of more contemporary. And then there was a little Well, I would say this is a more transitional rug called a Micro Loop Collection Blue and Ivory Rug. And it's um, just a two-toned pattern that's really pretty. So I thought those were two really lovely items. And oh, oh, I found one more item that I'm going to mention. Because they don't have just rugs. Most of what they have there on Amazon are rugs, but they have a few other things. This is a glazed garden stool, ceramic garden stool. And you know how we love using garden stools in the garden. Inside, they make great side tables by chairs, um, just little things that you can set around the house, put books on, a tray. And this one I like because it's a little different shape than the traditional garden stool. And this one um, let's see, I'm trying to think how I would describe this, almost like a salt shaker, maybe. Oh, so it has like a little, almost like a mushroom and has a little top on it? Yes, kind of like a mushroom, only it's flat on top. Very good. And it has some texture on it. And this one comes in a kind of an aqua color that I thought was really pretty and a lovely texture. And the price was... um the price was right. It was under $100. That's a great price for a garden stool because sometimes you see them and they're like $300. I'm like, no, you know, I would, that's kooky to spend that much on a garden stool, but they are out there at certain places for that much. I use a white garden stool, um, ceramic garden stool in the shower in the barn as, mm-hmm. you know, you could put your leg on it if you're shaving your leg or, I mean, if you put shampoos on it, something like that. I, I love using it in there. You know, it's obviously, it's waterproof, it's ceramic. And lots of times they have a design where there's a cutout. So the water's just sort of flowing in and through it, doesn't get stuck in it or anything like that. Well, you know, you're interesting that you say that because I was in the outdoor center of Target yesterday. And I, although I know we're not talking about Target, but they had some little garden stools that look like wooden, uh, tree stumps. Oh, cute. And I thought, you know what? You could put that in the shower. Obviously, it's for outdoors. So right, it, it's okay if it gets wet. So I thought, oh, well, that would be interesting. Yeah. It's probably like a resiny type of wood too, right? Mm-hmm. It's not really it wood. could be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It might have been more of a ceramic. I don't, I didn't really investigate that closely. I was just kind of whizzing by. Okay. So here's a company that I am completely smitten by, and I didn't know anything about until we started to do this uh, deep dive into decor on Amazon. Kate and Laurel. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. They have a storefront, which is really lovely, and they have it sectioned off, rugs, lighting. They, they, They 
represent all the categories, really all things decor. And I would say they are definitely very fresh, clean looking. Mm -hmm. It's almost a little Serena and Lily. Yes, without the Serena and Lily prices. Oh, so you found this one too? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I have a few items for this one. Okay, so small trays, accent tables, uh, lots of things. They even had a bigger bench, but I think that that is out of stock right now. So I found a bunch of things. I just couldn't even really stop myself. So I think you're all going to really like their shop, and the prices were great. So one thing that I loved is the round metal folding tray accent table. So it's a small in size, 14 by 14, and about 26 inches tall, $60.99, depending on the color. And I find that that happens on Amazon, and you've all probably experienced that too. If you pick, you know, the gray or the black or the white, sometimes it's more expensive than the mustard or the pink or the orange, you know, maybe it's just that the more popular ones they can charge a little bit more for. So it does vary in price from somewhere around 52, 53 up to around 61. And um, the tray comes off, but it's also held on there with magnets and the whole little table folds onto itself. It's absolutely nice. adorable. So, um, the one that I'm going to link in the show notes is gold with a like a lacquered gray uh, interior of the tray. They also have black, navy. I think there's white. There's pink. There's a bunch of different colors that you can get the tray made of. Is it the Celia? I think it might be. And I told you we weren't going to have the same items, but actually I do have that one. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. I was because I, when I was looking, I was like, Anita would love this in the pink. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's gorgeous. Well, you want to tell one now, too, just in case we have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found uh, a tray that's really beautiful. It's a navy tray with gold handles. Oh, might it be the Lipton tray? It is the Lipton <laughs> tray. Okay. All right. We're too- All right. Okay. And I was like, oh, I like it in white. Anita might like the blue. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then the, you know how we love the windows or the mirrors that look like windows. So they had right. the bold mirror, wood window pane arch mirror, 28 by 44, the dimensions. So oh. that would be large enough to act as kind of a faux window on a dark wall. Oh, yeah. They had a lot of great mirrors. Yeah. And just be careful on the prices and because... The prices often change on Amazon, going up, going down. So, you know, it may not be the price that we mention on the podcast, especially if you're listening to this much later. Right. That's true. Supply, demand, all that sort of thing. So, in, you know, in the general, the general sense, but don't hold us to it if they change the price because the prices are often very strange. Like the Lipton tray in the white with the gold handles is $34.39, you know, as of like today. <laughs> Who knows, right? But, you know, it's still a good deal for that type of tray under $40. And did you see they had, I think it was a hexagon-shaped one as well? I don't think I saw that. But- oh, okay. So same color waves and the gold handles, but in a, a hexagon. Okay. Very cool. And I have another item from them. Actually, I have two okay. more, I think. Um, the Doria Metal Wall Sconce. So they're sold as singles, um, 21 and three quarters by 12 and a half. It's a, to hold a, uh, a candle. So I would use a flameless battery operated candle and a glass pillar, but it has this circular um, 
aspect to it and it's nice and long so it would really make a nice presence on the wall but again they're selling them in as singles and that is you know as of the time we did our research $38.48 for the gold so another brand that you're going to see across Amazon that does not have its own storefront is Surya S U R Y A and that is also a brand that's you'll see their items in a lot of big stores all over the internet. And I have one of their, I have this poof at home and I do like it a lot. It's, it looks like it's made out of a jewelry rug. It's a blue, a gray blue and cream colored pattern. And uh, let's see what this one's called. It's just called wool poof in denim, but that's uh, something I have in my house that I really like. And then I found the Athena hand tufted transitional area rug, which is in a blue and white pattern. And it kind of has some stylized, um, kind of a canthus leaf look, uh, but it's just a two color pattern, which I do, I love for a rug. So those are two items that they have. I also have a poof from Surya and mine is the chunky knitted poof. And you know, these are more expensive than you would think it should be really. Mm -hmm, but this mm -hmm. was a good price because I did um, check these out. I got once got a poof. I once had a poof. <laughs> okay. I once did got you a poof sit on it? And <laughs> super sale. And so then I was kind of spoiled for the price that I spent for it. I was like, I don't want to spend more than, you know, $49 on a poof, whatever I spend on it. But I, I loved these chunky knit ones. And they do come in these fun pops of colors. Of course, I have a black one and a, like a, just an oatmeal colored one. But um, this particular one comes in a bunch of different colors. The one color that popped out at me was the saffron yellow because we've been talking about that being sort of an mm -hmm. uh, accent color of the moment. And it's $109.80, you know, as of our research. It's 20 by 20 and 14 inches high. These are really fun. And they can add a real little touch of whimsy to a room and super useful. And they don't squish down. I'm not sure exactly what's inside of them. But you can sit on them. You can put your feet on them. I wouldn't put a tray on them. Actually, I have. Yeah. I've, but yours is different than mine, I think. Yours is mine's a, the square. knitted one, right? Yeah. No, no, no. And it's it's very flat on top. But yeah, I've pushed these under under tables that you can kind of pull out and sit right, on. I've right. had them up against the wall. I mean, they're they're they end up like I said, I put a tray on it and right now it's kind of an, an end table. But if we have extra guests, I can take the tray off and then someone can sit on it or someone can use it for their feet. So they're very flexible and you can yeah. use them for a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. It's great for the extra seat. Umbria is another company that I found. Um, they have very interesting, more sort of practical items, but practical items with sort of a twist. One thing that really jumped out at me as the uh, Magino acrylic side table slash end table slash stool with storage. It's kind of a modern magazine rack extra seating. It's very interesting. It's kind of something you would expect you might see in the Museum of Modern Art catalog hmm. or in their gift shop. Interesting. Yeah. And it actually did win a Housewares Design Award uh, when it came out. It it's very interesting. It's lucite. It's very thick for lucite. So it's a half an inch thick. It's um, well, that's because you're sitting on it. That's why. Well, yeah, it has to be thick, right? So, yeah. but you know, sometimes you get something lucite, and even though they say you can sit on it, it's kind of you know, mm -hmm. some people could sit on questionable. it. Questionable, yeah, right. Um, but this looks very substantial. It's one hundred and thirty nine dollars and forty nine cents. Again, as of the the day we did our research, um, 
it's about 16 and a half by 17 by 11 and a half. So picture the uh, lucite having a, a, like a center where you might sit or you might, could put your feet or you could use it as an end table. And then it swoops down and kind of circles very elegantly back up. And in the back up part, it's open and you can slide in books or magazines on the sides of oh, where nice. sort of the legs would be. It's really cool. So definitely worth a look. Very nice. Okay. So my next one is Bloomingville. Oh, I found them too. Okay. Yeah. They're based in Denmark. So they have very clean, simple designs. Um, And some of them are Nordic, as you might expect. So uh, they had a lot of, uh, so it's kind of very modern looking things. So one of the things that um, appealed to me was a set of three round stoneware bowls. And you can get them in pink or mint green. And the thing I liked about it is that they had bamboo lids. So serve them in the bowl and then store them with the lids and you just pop them in your refrigerator. You don't have to change it and put it in a storage container. Oh, I didn't see the bowls with the lids. Yes. cute. Okay, so I found three things that I really liked from them. And they are um, decor-oriented and also really great for the nursery, uh, if anybody's out there, you know, with the little ones and wanting to to add some interesting things to your nursery. The pink tassel pillow is definitely in my cart. It's so darling. It's really uh, got big, chunky tassels. It's on the small side, 12 by 12 by 4, $21.99. It's a really pretty dusty rose color, which is the accent color in my daughter's room. So I'm definitely going to get that. And then I really did like those uh, the dainty ceramic wear. I, I thought that the patterns were very, yeah, fresh, kind of... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Marumeku because I'm not sure if I pronounced it right, but also because their patterns were always so big. These are daintier patterns, but Mm -hmm. really sweet and kind of along those lines, very simple, maybe uh, like a a floral shape or something like that. And then you can mix and match them. So the Christina set comes with three different styles of plates that all sort of, you know, they obviously go together. So maybe if you got you know, two sets and then you could mix and match and maybe you get the pink bowls or something. It could be such a cute way to set your table, especially for the the springtime. And the set of three dishes, um, which are dinner plate size, like tw- 10 inches, uh, $60. You know, the other thing, talking about the tableware, because I was very interested in that as well. And I kind of surprised myself because I don't really think of myself as a cactus lover. But did you see the tray <laughs> with the cactus on it? It was so ch- it was so cute. I just thought it was very charming. I didn't see that. No. Yeah. And then I also saw a shiny brass pendant light, which I wouldn't think I would normally like that. But it right. almost looks like a, a gold wine glass that's turned upside down. Oh, no, I didn't see that either. In the in a shiny brass. So it's very interesting. I thought they had some very unique things. And I think that's what, you know, we're looking for is just some very fun, beautiful, elegant things that uh, you're just not going to find just, you know, just anywhere. Right. And again, these stores are not necessarily big giant stores. They could be even sort of, you know, mom and pop who just uh, have taken a flyer and trying to compete on Amazon. So it's not a bad thing to support them, even though you're doing it through the vehicle of Amazon. So, you know, Bloomingville, this little company in Denmark, they're giving it a whirl on on Amazon, which is not an easy marketplace to be in. Um, One thing that I found there that I also really liked was the black rattan stool. 
It's a really looks like it's really well made. It's a nice chunky rattan, uh, 14 by 14 and 18 inches high. And that was $79.99. So I'm always looking for little seating now so we can tuck under things. And mm-hmm. that, I'm thinking that might be a great little, um, like a side table in my kitchen next to that chair that I always have there. And then someone can pull it up to the table when we have, you know, extra, maybe my daughter has friends over and there's more than four people. And so mm-hmm. it's, I like to have flexible seating like that. And a poof would be too low, but the stool might just do the job. Oh, yeah, that's a good, good thought there. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Stone and Beam. Now, I think I talked about them once before when I did a crush because I had purchased some stainless steel uh, pots from them. And I, I think, uh, you know, I was saying to you guys after Anita gave us a great lesson on what aluminum's doing and if your pots are chipping and all of this. And I decided to go with the stainless. And I'm very happy with the pots. They seem to sell a lot of different things on Stone and Beam. Um, they have a storefront. So, you know, again, it's a very nice interface when you're looking around for you know, anything that they're offering and they have it in categories and all all that. There's a metal mesh living room table lamp that also comes with the shade. Uh, it's 10 by 19 tall and it's this antique brass and the shade is linen. And it's, you know, it's as it's the name would infer it's made it's mesh so it's mm-hmm. um, it's not chicken wire but it's this goldish antique gold mesh it's a really cool looking lamp and it's 8585 oh good deal on that okay next item on my list this brand is called Baxton oh, I don't Studio. know that one okay they have some very interesting chairs i see them all the time online not just uh-huh. on amazon uh-huh so i picked two of their chairs one very traditional and one very modern so one is the what is this called the Cavanaugh wood and linen french chair so it's kind of a louis the 16th style french uh-huh. chair with the fluted legs and it's got cream fabric on it uh, so that it and very light colored wood so it's it's got a wood frame with the the cream Fabric, really beautiful, very French. And the next one is totally different. It is very modern. It's got a brass, it's got a brass legs and arms and navy blue velvet fabric. So it is called the Marina, Maria something, navy blue velvet met lounge chair. Ooh. So, yeah, very. Kind of sexy. Yeah, it's very it's very unique looking, very kind of mid-century modern. Mhm. And then are you, are do you have more? I have one more okay. brand that I found. Um Yamazaki Home. This kind of reminded me of one of my recent crutches, uh the Muji brand. Mm-hmm. It's uh also a Japanese lifestyle brand, very clean, minimalist. There's a lot of white with sort of pale wood accents and the one thing that really jumped out at me was their tower leaning ladder rack. I think we even talked about that in one of the recent episodes about using a ladder or yes, using yes. it in a different way. The tips, the tips, and yes, the tips. last time. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is an awesome ladder because I have had 
I have a very small wooden ladder, which was a is apparently, I was told, a chicken ladder. I've never seen a chicken go up I, a ladder. What, what does that mean? <laughs> that it, it was from a chicken coop. But I, okay, I being uh, you know uh, not you know uh, 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 I really I've had no experience with chickens, so I don't really know if chickens go we up don't a ladder. Know. But I, of course, I was like, I love this, and I'm buying it. And the woman's like, Yes, it's a chicken ladder, and I was like, Of course, it's a chicken ladder. And then I was like, Do chickens go up ladders? I don't know, but I have that. It's too small to hang a towel on because you know chickens are not because that chickens big. are small. Yeah, chickens have small feet. Um, and then I've seen some much bigger ladders which are just like too big so it's kind of like the goldilocks situation i never really Mm -hmm. saw a ladder that was going to work in my space and i'm kind of pulling away from being uh, as uh, chippy and rustic in a sense Mm -hmm. as i used Mm -hmm. to be i definitely do have some of those accents yet but i've kind of gone more old world and meets modern now right um, so this ladder might really do the trick. It's very slim lines, all in white. It uh, has little rubber stoppers on the bottom so it doesn't uh, slide around. It's 63 inches tall, which is just shy of myself. It's um, 17 and a little bit more than a half wide. And you can just basically lean it anywhere. It doesn't hold all that much a couple pounds maybe on each rung they're suggesting so but would be great for your show towels or even real towels that you let people use or some of those egyptian towels with the fringes that we love Mm -hmm. or i was thinking maybe even in a closet uh your scarves maybe even belts you could loop through there be really easy to see a lot of what you you know your accessories that otherwise might get stuffed in a bin or a basket so that one was really cool it's um did i say it was fifty dollars okay wow well that was very interesting uh the last Oh, no, I have two more. Okay. I have two more. One is Christopher Knight. Again, this is a brand of furniture that I see online a lot. And it's kind of um, kind of similar quality-wise to what you would see like at a TJ Maxx or a World Market. Not a high-end brand, but, you know, you're going to get a good price on it. Uh, so they've got some French kind of Louis XVI dining room chairs. And these were the pair were less than $200. If I remember correctly. So she says in hushed tone. Well, I'm just let me, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure I trust my notes here. I'm going to go find it. Let's see. Set up two. Yes. Okay. I was correct. Wow. Better grab those. Really pretty gray fabric on those. I would totally buy those. And the last one, or did you have one? Are you? No, I'm tapped out. Okay, so I just have one more, and it's my favorite brand. I've talked about this before, Russell Hobbs. They are appliances made in the UK, and but these have uh, you know, the plugs. They're for the US, of course. If you're in the US buying it, you're going to get the right thing. But they have basically three items, a toaster, a tea kettle, and a coffee pot, all in the retro design. And they have these come in black white, red, and cream, and my very favorite color they call Heavenly Blue. Oh! Which is what I have the toaster and the teapot in. And Their I've stuff had, is so darling. It is, and I've had people, I had some people out to the farm not too long ago, and as soon as one of them walked in the door, she went straight for it and said, what is this? She, yeah. she loved it, so it was I'm like the first thing she me. noticed. That's right, I was, I had to check bags when they left. <laughs> You're like, hmm, Kevin, where's the toaster? <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I seem to be missing a rather large item. <laughs> exactly. She seemed a little bulkier when she left. Uh, let me jump back to the Christopher Knight line for a second. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. have a few things from them as well. And fun fact that one of our listeners, Chris, shared with us. I just pulled up her email from October. She says, did you know that, air quotes, Christopher Knight is really Peter Brady or Peter Brady is really Christopher Knight? What? Peter Brady from the Brady Bunch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you know what? I think there was a picture of somebody, but I wasn't. I didn't read that part. I was kind of in a hurry. Stop it. Yes. So Chris, you know, just a little, this is a complete aside, but yes. So Chris tells us this in an email because I think I have been talking about, I know I bought a I think I bought a bench from them. I think that chaise that I love in my oh, uh, it could be, could be. There's, I have a few items for them for sure, from him for sure. So then, remember, uh, we got invited to that digital Hollywood event, and mm-hmm. I went and t- and spoke there. Okay, and so they had a lineup of some other podcasters, and so one of the women, I was checking everybody out to see what their podcasts were about, and one of the women interviews, kind of like, I don't want to say. B list, that's not nice, but like, you know, celebrities that maybe, right. you know, are burgeoning or kind of, you know, mm-hmm. beyond their prime. So, I mean, beyond their prime. No, Pete, that's much more polite. Brady, that's much nicer, right? <laughs> oh, um, so that was not nice either. Peter Brady, you know, and he, he probably would, lives near you. He does. And he would admit to himself that, or, or to you, that he's beyond his prime. And her podcast with him was a riot. He it seems so nice. And he was telling all about, did I ever tell you this? I don't even remember if I ever mentioned this to you, Nita. But I listened to the podcast and he was telling all about how like he and Marsha would drive into, you know, the filming together because they're they live near each other and their moms would carpool. It was so- oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, and then he funny. talked all about how he ended up getting into this home decor line. And he just seems like such a nice guy. That is awesome. Oh, yeah, so I'll try to find that podcast. I'll have to really go back because I have to go look at my notes. Oh, I, I want to go hear that. I don't remember the Because name I of... see his stuff all over the place. Yeah, and she had a couple, I mean, she interviewed a, f- a few other people, you know, some of which I didn't know who they were and other people, and the, they, their interviews didn't seem that interesting. I mean, he was just very entertaining. And it was just, I mean, we've all watched the Brady Bunch, right? So it was just really mm-hmm. interesting to hear his take on, like, kind of what was going on behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to hear that. Yeah. And it's a super long interview. But I, well, I kudos I was, to him to reinventing himself. I know. We love that. He I needs know, to get on do. Jim Jim's reinvention. Well, exactly. Podcast. Of course. We'll see if we can hook them up. <laughs> okay. So that was super fun. Yeah, are you ready for the hot topic? Well, I'm going to say I am ready for the hot topic, but it, I really got welled up when I was reading the article. And I'm having a little bit of a hard time mm-hmm. with it. It's kind of a rough topic. We've broached this topic before. It is basically the title of the article is most of your stuff is worthless. Three things you should be doing now to reduce what you own. So it was a bit rough to hear because basically the author of this article says, tells us all that all of our stuff is worthless. Well, this, yes. And it's her opinion, but that's not the part that made me sad. Mm-hmm. What made you sad? It made me sad. Well, I don't want to get ahead of it. You 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 start out and then I'll tell you. Well, she's saying sad. most of the stuff in our houses are is not worth anything. When we're gone, our kids are gonna to have to get rid of it. So of course that's just sad to be thinking of being gone. 
then not only not being around, but then your kids are burdened with getting rid of all your junk and that and that they're going to see it as junk. That's what this article is saying. Um, so they're saying, so really she's saying baby boomers have gutted the market with their stuff. So anybody that wants to get rid of stuff, baby boomers or otherwise, uh, can't do it because supply and demand, there's a big supply. And guess what? Very little demand because the generations coming after the baby boomers don't want this stuff. And the article was very down on brown furniture. Uh, the other oh. thing they said, mm-hmm, so let me get to the last point of the article and then you can weigh in. Okay. So really the key point of the article was to get rid of excess stuff that you have now so that you're not a burden to your to your heirs when you're gone. And the one thing she said in the article that I completely 100% agree with is by quality, not quantity. So spend on some really beautiful things. You don't stuff, you overstuff your house with stuff. You don't need 15 things. You know, if you buy one beautiful vase, then you don't need 20 vases. So just to get some, a few just really nice things for yourself and, and don't worry about overstuffing your house. So that's, that was the key point. Yeah, that was the key point. I mean, it's a, it's a good article and you guys should read it. And if you cry a little bit, you could email me. The reason why I got a little choked up is because I have to say, I go to estate sales a lot. And you in what is a state sale is what this woman is talking about. In fact, she mm-hmm. references that her mother-in-law's things were all being packed up and right. having little price tags put at them. Right. And I just think about these people that, you know, they're gone now or they're in a home or something like that. And they spent all their years collecting mm-hmm. whatever they collected. And now just people are just like picking over them, including myself. Right. But right. I try to be very... Um, I mean, I'm very respectful of it and I'm there because I'm excited because I, if I find something you know, or a person that had, was had like a you know, kindred spirit to mine and they collected things that I really like and then I'm going to carry it on because I'm going to love it. So don't you see that as kind of a way of honoring that person? That I do. Their things that's as valuable. Right. But that's the way I do approach it. I, I try to approach it that way. And then that's why I'm going because I like old things and I like to carry on, uh, you know, a, a tr- the tradition of somebody that maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, had the same taste. But it, it is kind of sad when you think about that, you know, this is what happened. Here's a life worth of collections and a right. life worth of things that, that someone really loved. And now, it's just being sold for like a dime a dozen to people who don't really care. They're trying to get, you know, get a dollar off it at an estate sale or something. Mm-hmm. It just made me right. sad. And then you think about, oh, yeah, like, well, what's going to happen, you know, and then that gets, I'm an only child. What's going to happen at that point when this happens with my parents? It made me very well, sad to think about all that. I don't think it's worthless either. <laughs> No, and my my mother-in-law had so much stuff and and it was really I mean I have to say she was very focused on her stuff and what was going to happen to it after she was gone. Right. And she implored us to keep the good stuff. And you know, it was just very stressful for me because you know, I didn't want to uh, I I wanted to honor her request, but also I didn't want my house to become a junk shop. Right. And so when she was saying, you know, basically asking us, you know, will you promise to keep everything? I'm like, you know, eyeing Kevin across the bed, like, don't say you're keeping everything. I'm like, my eyes were communicating. Do not say. <laughs> yes. I'm sure your eyes were communicating. Clearly. 
<laughs> what he was to say or not say. Yeah, oh my I'm gosh. Sure. But 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 you know, I but I understood that she, that was very dear to her. Right. She had spent and saved for these things, yeah. and they were pre- very precious to her. So I understood that, and we did keep a lot. But you know, we had to get rid of a lot. She had a lot of right. stuff. But you can't. I mean, and you cannot be burdened down by other people's stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know. Mom, please, if you're listening to this episode, like the Hummels, like I, you know, I just don't even know what to do, <laughs> but, but you know, get a warehouse now. She's just ignoring that. I mean, she's ignoring that. It is, it is a really, it's, it's touchy. It's, um, you know, it's, it's fraught with sentimentality. It's, a, there's a lot of emotions going on there, but you know, I think that this article is worth a read. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know who are all these baby boomers that are flooding the market with all this brown furniture and stuff because I'm not a baby boomer and I'm not also clearly not a millennial, but I think there's a lot of people in between that like a lot of these things. In fact, we did an episode uh, highlighting the grand millennial style mm-hmm. and how a lot of millennials are actually, you know, turning to chintzes and turning to um, antique furniture and whatnot. So I don't. I don't know that this article is completely on target. I think that um, she's it's um, she's uh, writing with a very broad brush. Well, this whole thing, brown furniture, is she saying if it's not painted, it's no good? That's crazy. Well, she's kind of saying if it's not mid-century, it's not great. But she's also not really saying anything, you know, about the mid-century is so great either. But again, you, right. And you have to see that. All these articles are written from the author's perspective, and she probably would hate everything in my house because I have a lot of French things that she probably thinks are are no good, but I Oh, yeah, them. when you're dead, that oh. stuff's not going to be worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I have told... Anita, if I survive you, I will take on all your things. Oh, thank you, thank you. If there Evie you doesn't want anything. Well, but I've told her. I said, when we're gone, I said... Although she's, she will have a hard time getting rid of things, but I've told her, don't keep anything you don't want. I said, just don't worry. I'm not, I'm not going to care. Yeah. I'm going to have everything I want. So you do whatever you want with this stuff. I really don't care. Cause I, the last thing, cause it worries me about her being stressed about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, she shouldn't be. No, no. Your mother-in-law did not take the right approach. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little stressful. Sorry, me. Uh, that was probably not, you know, she hadn't read this article. Uh, that was not. So uh, a few things. Yeah, you mentioned some takeaways. Uh, one interesting thing she said about, about books. Now, you know, we love old books. We like to use them in our decor, you know, um, all these things. But buying fewer books. You know, there are a lot of people that have newish books or paperback books and they buy them um and you can get a good deal on a lot of books too but this was interesting i didn't know this that a lot of times they can't recycle books you figure oh it's paper you know it's fine it can get recycled but i guess the glue that's used in the binding process uh does not uh take well in a a Mm -hmm. recycling situation so this one of her tips is just to go to the library, which I know Anita does a lot, at or read on your Kindle or on your device, mm-hmm. which also Anita does a lot. So that might be just a good takeaway from here. And buying fewer but better quality clothes, like that, the whole fast oh. fashion is a whole oh. another topic. That's a whole topic to be discussed. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. true. There's just a lot of junky clothes out there that you know you don't expect to last that long, and then it yeah, and it's all landfill. if it's five dollars. If it's $10 top, yeah, you're going to th- be throwing it out probably in two months. Right. So, so anyway, really interesting. I'm really definitely enjoying the Hot Topic thing. 
even though this I one made too. me cry a little. Right, but I think there's some key takeaways, and maybe it, it spawns some good discussions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Tell us your crush. Well, remember when I went to London and I talked oh, yes, about it a lot? Oh, yes, I think no, wait we a minute. all do. Okay, I went to London, I talked about it a lot, and then I got called out for that by you, and oh, then I said, stop. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I love it. But I have to bring it up because it has to do with the hot, my uh, crush for today. Well, A, I love that you enjoyed London so much, <laughs> and I love right, hearing about it. there for a while. It. Yes, but I just love that you had such a great time, so I was not calling you out in a bad way. I just thought okay. it was so fun that you okay. enjoyed it. Well, I really didn't intend to be talking about it some more. But when I was there, there was this little pink car that I thought was so cute. I took a picture of it, kind of forgot about it because I took it for Evie because it was a little pink car. And I, you know, texted her the the picture. So I just posted it on my Instagram account a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, hey, did you know that car has her own Instagram account? Oh, stop it. And I was like, what? And I'm thinking, how do they even know it's the same car? I mean, the world's kind of a big place. And, <laughs> kind of. You know, and London's kind of big. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how do they know it's the same car? Well, I looked, and the car has her own Instagram account. <gasps> does, she ha- does the car have a name? Well, the, the car's name is Lola. Oh, perfect. Yes. And I did go find her account, and she said, hey, you found so she uh, messaged me back. Uh, so it's Lola the Pink Figaro. Figaro. Lola Le Pink Figaro is the name of the car, but the Instagram account is called, uh, let's see, Le Pink Figaro. Oh, how cute. So that's the Instagram account, and the car just goes all over London and uh, just has As all a car charming, can. As a car can. <laughs> and then there's these charming pictures of the car in front of these really fun places, beautiful places. So it's, it's a fun account to follow. Oh, how fun. Oh, I have to tell my girls they will love it. Oh, definitely. It's Check it cutest, out. It's the cutest, cutest, cutest car. Mm-hmm. Um, a Figaro. I don't even know what that is. I just thought, when I saw it on your Instagram, I just thought it was some sort of, you know, older Mini Cooper or something like that. So Well, cute. I didn't even know it was called a Figaro, but apparently that's what that car is called. Oh, wow. Okay. I have a completely different crush. Okay. Mm-hmm. My crush is Knife Aid. This is a knife sharpening company that does it by mail. Oh, oh, I don't know if I could get rid of my, I don't know if I can send my knives off. Well, I How did. soon do you get them back? Within four to seven days, all mm-hmm. around. Okay. Um, so they, I'm going to see if maybe we can work together on the podcast or something like that. Well, I have some sh- knives that need to be sharpened. Yeah, I get some <laughs> sort of uh, special deal for our listeners. But anyway, okay. I learned about Knife Aid. They, I, I say, hey, would you like to you know try out our service? And I thought, oh, I used to take my knives to the butcher. And for years, he would just do them for you, you know, kind of why you were purchasing something or whatnot, but they would never do serrated. And then they stopped that service. I guess they were just, you know, too busy. People were coming in left, right, and center with their knives. And then there was a guy at our farmer's market, but it was hit or miss whether or not he'd show up with his van. And then of course Mm -hmm. you have to like Mm -hmm. travel to the farmer's market with your tote bags and your, even though they're dull, you know, your knives. It's a little scary. It's a little awkward. Um, So yes. So I've just had dull knives for quite some time now. So I was kind of excited about Knife Aid, but a little nervous. So it was around the holidays. I was like, I can't give up my knives right now, but I will. And so they send you this, um, it's almost like a very large, but very sturdy FedEx type of 
a package. And then they have these special sleeves for all your knives and you put them in there. And then you, they, the shipping is all taken care of in the price that you pay, which is like, I think it's like $59.99. And then you send them off. It's someplace in um, California. So I think it's in mm-hmm. Orange County, San Diego oh. area or something uh-huh. like that. So mine came back pretty fast because, you know, I'm right here in California as well. You get them back razor sharp. They're packaged back up again. You may have a sticker on there of the person who sharpened them for you. And bam, life changer. I can't remember when my knives were this sharp, particularly the serrated one. I don't think I've had my serrated knife ever been sharpened. Well, I know. And I need my knives sharpened. I've got so many that need to be sharpened. I have my, and you know, I have Sabatier knives, which are of course French. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I know about you. We all know about your toasters now, but I didn't know about your knives. I have German knives. Oh, yes. Well, that would be good too. Yes, but but mine need to be sharpened. Mine are very dull right now. And here's a little tip. I do have Mm -hmm. a couple of like, uh, you know, just extra knives. So obviously you want to have maybe one or two knives. Save a few, right? Yeah. Either hold Mm -hmm. a few back. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think they give you, depending on the package that you purchase. So I mean, maybe it's four I can use or five my cheap knives. ones for, for a couple of days. Yes. Yeah. Or just buy an inexpensive knife um, mm-hmm. you know, right. for the couple of days. Right. It wasn't, I was like, oh, I don't know. When can I do this? What's a good time? And obviously during the holidays, it wasn't a great time, but it came back so fast. It really didn't matter. Well, good. Well, that's true. And I mean, I'm not, you know, using the knife a lot for every single meal. So I can just choose some meals that are coming up that, you know, don't, are not knife right. heavy use, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. Yeah. So a question is whether or not using blush pink in a limited color palette is a great idea. This is from uh, Sarah. She is from uh, Sarah T. She's from Miami. And Sarah's wondering, is blush pink a bad choice for an overall home palette? I, I don't think, I mean, if that's something that she loves, I mean, obviously I would check with other people in the house. There, if uh, there's a husband around, a lot if of times you live they live with a like, lumberjack. Yes, yeah, sometimes like- <laughs> the men don't like a lot of pink in the house. Uh, and so I do try to, although my house is very French, I do try to be respectful. And the thing I was told to lay off of was the floral prints, which I did a long time ago. So there's hardly any floral prints in the house. And so he felt like if I could do that, he could overlook all the other stuff. So that was our, that was our compromise. So I think the pink would just be, you know, if that's something that you love, I, and people in your house are okay with that, then I don't see why that would be a problem. Yeah, Sarah, I I kind of agree. I mean, I'm wondering if she's asking, because it wasn't 100% clear in the email. So, you know, is it because that sort of been a trendy color or because, um, you know, it tends to be feminine or even thought of as more of a kid's color? Uh, For any of those reasons, if it's something that really resonates with you and you love it, of course, go for it. And using a limited color palette, as we talk about a lot, uh, is a great idea. So maybe that is the smallest uh, amount of uh, color in your mm-hmm. palette. So maybe mm-hmm. you've got creams and I don't know, even browns or grays or something like that. And then the pink is sort of your pop color. So if you were tired of it or you wanted to pull back on it a little bit, you're not talking about removing a pink sofa. You're talking about removing pink pillows or a throw or something like that. So I would dip my toe in that way with a color like that. Um, But, you know, for me, really, I would do that with any um, 
color other than some neutrals yeah mm -hmm. in my palette um and as far as it being trendy it's kind of lasted longer than i would have thought you know it was it was blush pink then all of a sudden it was called millennial pink and now we're seeing even some paint colors of the year are in that pink tone so you know it's kind of had more staying power than i imagined so i don't think you'll be particularly dated if you use mm -hmm. that and just thinking about where you live it's it's gonna work in florida I in miami so. right you know if you lived in i don't know minnesota or something like that where maybe you wanted to have a more saturated tone or you know it's really cold out and you feel like maybe greens or navies or something like that might be a better choice i think in florida the pink will work i want to remind you that we are available for design consults we take on your design dilemmas questions renovations any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. So uh, remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.